Welcome to the Employee Lounge. I'm your host, Joe Kang, and today we'll be talking about FMLA with our special guest, Ashley Brown. Ashley, thank you for joining us today. Please tell our audience what you do for Arlington County and how long you've been here. Hi, Joe. I am the lead administrator for the county, and I've been here for coming up on three years. Great. So what is FMLA all about? FMLA is the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993. This law provides job-protected, unpaid leave for qualified medical and family reasons. Okay, so what are the eligibility requirements for FMLA? To be eligible for FMLA, an employee must have worked for the employer for at least 12 months, and they must have worked at least 1,250 hours in the 12 months preceding the start of leave. Okay, so does the 12 months of service with the employer have to be continuous or consecutive? The 12-month eligibility requirement is not a consecutive time as long as it's been within the last seven years. Okay. And as an employer, uh, are we required to offer FMLA? Employers that have 50 or more employees within a 75-mile radius must offer FMLA. Okay. So, Ashley, what medical conditions qualify for FMLA? Well, this is a tricky question to answer. FMLA can be used for an employee or their immediate family member's serious health condition. And immediate family members are defined the employee spouse, their parent, or their child. Um, the federal government widely defines a serious health condition as an answer yes to a couple of different scenarios. So the first one is inpatient care overnight or longer in a hospital. Okay, so for example, um, if I had to go to the ER one night for something that I couldn't figure out what I had and I had to stay overnight, that would qualify for this instance? It could very well qualify for FMLA, yes. Okay. Um, another situation could be treatment two or more times by a healthcare provider with continuing treatments. Okay. So throwing out another example here, if I injured my shoulder playing basketball or something like that and I needed to get, hopefully, heaven forbid, surgery or something like that where Afterwards, um, I'd have to continuously see a doctor for checkups and then also a, probably a physical therapist to get me rehabbed and whatnot. That would be another qualifying instance of. Absolutely. Um, and also with this two or more times treatment, we see this a lot with people who have chronic illnesses. So the follow-up appointments with those chronic conditions also falls under treatment two or more times. But not something like, you know, if I have allergies, and I just need to go to see my doctor to get a prescription for the you know, nasa cord or whatever it may be, then that's not something that necessarily would be falling into this, right? Probably not. Okay. Probably not. And the final, um, I guess, FMLA trigger would be if you're absent from work three or more calendar days, you've seen a doctor and your doctor recommends that you continuously go back to the doctor for a period of time. Okay. And by three calendar days, we're literally meaning calendar days, right? Correct. So not necessarily business calendar days. Nope. Monday okay. through Sunday. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Um, other qualifying events under FMLA are the birth, adoption, or foster placement of a child, call to active or reserve duty, the immediate need related to having a deployed family member, or the need to care for a service member wounded in the line of duty. All right, so Ashley, the medical conditions that we just talked about for qualifications for FMLA were tied to mostly physical uh, injuries and rehab. Um, does FMLA also cover or extend to mental illnesses? Absolutely. Um, 
FMLA is for a serious medical condition and it's either physical or mental. Um, and so the approval will be based off of what the doctor is saying. So whether it's a continuous approval, an employee needs to be out for a period of time, maybe to recuperate um, mentally, or an intermittent approval. So that would be something like a therapy appointment that an employee has on an ongoing basis. That would also be an approval under FMLA. Can an employer deny FMLA leave? Absolutely. Not all requests are for qualified medical and family reasons. Okay, and how much leave is an eligible employee entitled to under FMLA? Under FMLA, eligible employees are entitled to a maximum of 12 weeks of unpaid job protected leave in a 12-month period. Okay, so Ashley, what are the advantages of using FMLA versus using sick leave? I get this question so often, Joe. A lot of times employees think it's easier just to use their sick leave balance, especially if they've been here for a long time. But with FMLA, it's providing one health certification, so that's one doctor's note, versus the multiple doctor's notes that employees will have to provide if they're out of the office and their supervisor wants a doctor's note for each absence. FMLA is unpaid leave, so you would have to use some sort of combination of your sick leave, vacation, leave without pay, comp time, while you're on FMLA, so you'd be using your sick leave anyways. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Does it make any difference if the employee is full-time or part-time? Yes, so eligible employees are entitled to a maximum of 12 weeks, whatever that looks like for their status. So for full-time employees, that's the equivalent of 480 hours. Full-time general employees. For part-time general employees, um, working about 30 hours a week, they would receive 360 hours. There are different calculations for public safety because their shifts um, have more or less hours in the week. Ah, uh, okay. I was wondering what you meant by general, but thank you for clarifying. Can an employer ask for a doctor's note when on FMLA? Once the FMLA has been approved, supervisors are not allowed to ask for doctor's notes to substantiate each FMLA-related absence. So, is it possible for an employee to make multiple claims for FMLA? Absolutely. There are some employees, um, because you can have an approval for yourself as well as a family member, they may have an aging parent that they're taking care of, um, or even a spouse or a child that has a serious health condition as well as one for themselves. As long as it's an intermittent approval, you can have multiple claims for a 12-month period um, under FMLA. If there's a continuous approval and an intermittent approval going on at the same time, they all total out to that 12 weeks. So you can have five approvals, but you still only get a maximum of 12 weeks in a 12-month period. Uh, okay, so even if you have multiple claims, you're limited to still that 12-week time period. Correct. It's not 12 weeks per claim. No. Got it. All right, so Ashley, for supervisors uh, that may have an employee that could be eligible for FMLA, um, what are some tips that you would share or things that they should be aware of as a supervisor? As a supervisor, I really just need one thing from you. You are my eyes and ears in the county. There are 3,800 employees and one of me. So if you have um, employees that are out sick, if you don't know what's going on with them, you just know they're out sick. As long as they meet those two eligibility requirements, they've worked here for at least 12 months, they've worked at least 1,250 hours in the previous 12 months, go ahead and send them a notice of eligibility form. Um, that form is available in AC Commons under the FMLA page. Send them that, that tells them whether they are eligible for FMLA or not eligible for FMLA, and that would get the ball rolling, and that's how I am able to track it from that point forward. Great. So are there any upcoming trainings, uh, 
webinars or events that staff should be aware of? Well, I'm working my way around the county offering training to supervisors in different departments. Who knows what the future holds as far as employee training? Awesome. Ashley, this was fun and very informative. Uh, thanks for taking the time to explain to all the listeners out there what FMA is all about. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the Employee Lounge. We hope you enjoy this podcast and that you'll join us again for our next episode. Please remember to subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes at any time on your mobile devices. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud by searching for Arlington County Government Employee Lounge. Please help us get the word out by sharing this podcast with your boss, your team, and fellow county employees. Until next time, stay sharp.